0: Volume two, chapter twenty three of Evelyn or a heart unmasked, a novel by Anna Cora This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kelly Taylor, chapter twenty three. The world is empty, the heart will die. There's nothing to wish for beneath the sky. Thou, Holy One, call thy child away. I've lived and loved, and that was today. Make ready my grave clothes tomorrow. The Piccolomini, Schiller From the same to the same, April 9th I marvel at myself that at this moment I can write to you, but long habit has taught me to seek refuge from my thought in my pen and perhaps there is selfishness in this, as in too many of our acts, for the sympathy I seek steals away the poignancy of grief. I was laving the hand of Blanche this morning with a soothing ointment, and endeavouring to make her recognise my voice and face when Ellen joined me. She was unusually agitated, and could hardly articulate the words. Come to Evelyn. She has expressed a wish to see you. "'I instantly complied with her request, consigning Blanche to the care of Netta. "'Oh, it was cruel, too cruel. "'Mother has no heart,' exclaimed Ellen, "'when they we issued into the street. "'I have entreated her upon my knees, "'yet she will not come to Evelyn, "'and Evelyn implored me to bring her. "'It was too cruel, too heartless, too... "'But it is of your mother you speak.' "'Ellen sighed without attempting to finish her sentence, "'but the sigh seemed to say, "'I would it were not.' "'Evelyn had not left her bed "'since the hour when she had been torn "'from the corpse of her husband. "'The last fearful blow had struck home. "'We found Amy by her side, "'and, like the guardian angels "'that hovered about her unseen, "'infusing peace into her stricken soul,' "'So Amy whispered words of comfort in her ear. "'Mother,' faintly murmured Evelyn "'as she turned her eyes inquiringly towards us. "'Ellen shook her head sadly, "'for her tongue refused to say she would not come. "'A sigh, a gentle, not reproachful sigh, "'escaped from Evelyn's lips, "'and she stretched out her hand to me. "'I approached her. "'Her tone was so low and the quickness of her breath rendered her words so broken that i could hardly distinguish her words miss catherine god you taught me i have no fear when we meet we meet her utterance was impeded but a smile full of hope illumined her countenance and she tenderly though feebly returned the kiss "'which I imprinted upon her pale lips. "'I drew back to give place to Ellen, "'who was tremblingly pressing towards her sister. "'Again, Evelyn made an effort to speak, "'and she gasped out, "'Bless you, he will bless you. "'Tell my father. "'I am going. "'Walter. "'Lilla.' "'We could not conceal from ourselves "'that her last moment was approaching.' The cold hue of death was already upon her brow. His touch had already sealed her lips and dimmed her eyes. Amy bent anxiously forward to claim one last word, one look of recognition, from the beloved one she had watched with such tireless tenderness. But it was too late. Evelyn's utterance was gone. This world was fading from her sight. There was something awful in this gradual separation of the spirit from its mortal garment, too awful for tears or loud lamentations. In perfect silence we stood around the couch of death, watching the slightest changes wrought by the destroyer's hand. The lids drooped over those beautiful eyes, yet closed not entirely, for through the silken lashes the deeply blue orbs were still visible. Evelyn's breath, which for some moments came hurriedly and laboriously forth, grew slower, at short intervals appeared to cease, and then was gently drawn again. Suddenly a light irradiated the inanimate countenance. Robing it in an unearthly beauty, a heavenly smile parted the lips, the eyes shone brightly as with an upward look they opened. A slight shivering ran through the stiffening frame, a gasp, a faint sigh. The jaw fell, the eyes glazed, the spirit was freed. Had it not caught a glimpse of heaven in that parting moment? Was it not that transient look which left an angelic smile imprinted even upon the soulless, valueless clay. And Evelyn is no longer of this world. And many, who in the days of her pride courted and caressed, and it may be some who truly loved her, will never mention her name without a blush or a sneer. Yet amongst the angels of a juster land, her errors are pardoned, and she lives for immortal and eternally increasing joy. End of chapter 23